Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's My Jam Stack, the podcast that asks the age-old question, what's your jam in the jam stack? On today's episode, we've got the amazing Aisha Blake. Aisha is a member of the Gatsby Learning Team, as well as being a teacher, speaker, and conference organizer. Now, this episode is jam-packed with Jamstack goodness, but before we get into that, I wanted to welcome back our wonderful sponsor, Take Shape. Uh, stick around after the episode to hear more about their content platform, or go ahead and head over while you're listening to takeshape.io slash that's my Jamstack for more information. Hi, Isha. How's it going today? Thanks for being on the show. Everything is great. Thank you for having me. All right. So, uh, so obviously you're on the show to talk about the Jamstack stuff, but go ahead and give us a little introduction for who you are, what you do for work, what do you do for fun, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, so I am a brand new senior software engineer on Gatsby's learning team. Uh, I am, I do a lot of things. I do a whole lot of things. <laughs> I am an organizer for two conferences in Detroit. Uh, one is called Self Conference. It is half tech talks, half people-focused talks. It has a really, really great community. And one is new. I am also organizing a conference called Title of Conf, after one of my favorite musicals, which is going to be a musical tech conference. What? So all, yes. <laughs> yes. So all of the performances there'll be performances are going to be musical and or theatrical, um, similar topics to any other tech conference. So uh, the idea is that we're teaching people through performance art. I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm now like running through like, how would I do that? Like, cause I, I speak <laughs> at a few different conferences. I'm like, how would I artistically render CSS talks? Yeah. It was largely inspired by, uh, Tail Call Optimization, the musical, which was a brilliant, brilliant Disney parody. So three different Disney songs nice. teaching you about tail call optimization <laughs> at, uh, at Bang Bang Con last year. Okay. Uh, and I have been surprised. Like I, this is like the intersection of everything I love. And I've been surprised at how many people we're already doing this kind of thing. Like, it's it's really cool. <laughs> Very nice. And, and uh, when's that coming up? That's going to be May 7th in Detroit. And self-conference is actually the following two days. So anybody who is interested in attending either one, uh, you will have a little bit of a discount on the second ticket. Nice. Very cool. All right, so so obviously uh, we're not going to be doing a musical here today because no one wants to hear me <laughs> sing, that's for sure. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the Jamstack a little bit. So what was kind of your entry point into this idea of the Jamstack or static sites, that sort of thing? Yeah, so as far as static sites go, um, it goes back to when I was learning to be a web developer. I was a volunteer, a Jesuit volunteer here in Detroit. That's how I actually came to the city. And I knew that I wanted to be a web developer, but I didn't really have, I didn't really know how to connect the skills that I had. So I, I have an information science degree, but I really didn't know how to take the computer science concepts that I had learned and apply them to something that was practical <laughs> in my immediate <laughs> life. Uh, so during my year of service, I got started 
doing like small freelance jobs. And uh, one of the one of the things that was really helpful uh, was working with Jekyll at that time. And so I did a handful of static sites for people that I found either through word of mouth or through Fiverr. Uh, it was it was interesting. Uh, so getting introduced to like the more modern, what you think of as the jam stack though, was actually Jason Langsdorf. Uh, Jason has been like one of the guiding lights of my career in that he was the one that got me started speaking at conferences, um, but he also actually turned me on to Gatsby. Like before he, even he was working at the company, he was like, hey, yeah, I've been, you know, working on this project. It, the, the people working on it seem really cool. They've been really helpful. Uh, and, you know, then he was working at the at Gatsby for a while. And that was what got me interested in Gatsby as a tool and as a company to begin with. So so you kind of, it's a very similar pattern that I've seen a few different times. Hey, I got started in, jam, in, in static sites a long time ago. It was Jekyll. That's pretty pretty typical, yeah. and then oh, let's figure out what's new and and what's what's really happening. And Gatsby tends to be about fifty fifty what I'm hearing from people. <laughs> so so you uh, you kind of did, did you dive into Gatsby uh, a long time before you obviously got hired very recently by Gatsby? Uh, what was your kind of your your uh, career pre employment from Gatsby with Gatsby? So I had no professional Gatsby experience before being hired at Gatsby. <laughs> I was working on a React project. Part of the project was in React. Um, it was a really large uh, metrics app that I was working on, full stack, our full stack anyway. And so I had React experience. And then sort of on my own, I was like, well, I need a new blog. Well, my conference needs a website. And like, just sort of getting bits and pieces and really enjoying the developer experience. And so, when I saw that there was an opening on the learning team at Gatsby, and it's really this combination, much like Title of Conf, it's a combination of like all of the things that I love to do in a job. It was, I knew that I would regret not not applying. And on top of that, Marcy Sutton is my manager. <laughs> yeah, she's, so I have, from my entire career, been really heavily interested in and and passionate about web accessibility. And so Marcy Sutton uh, is continues to be now that she's my manager. <laughs> well, and, and the cool thing is, like, you learn all sorts of stuff from someone like Marcy, too. Like, I follow her on Twitter, and I didn't even know there's accessibility about hashtags on Twitter until I followed her. Yeah, so it's been really incredible to be able to learn from her and I can only imagine what's going to happen past my first three weeks on the job. Sure. Yeah. And, and the amazing thing to me is watching uh, Gatsby specifically hiring people who care about this sort of thing. And, and there, there's perhaps a misguided uh, stigma around React that React sometimes isn't always like JavaScript isn't always the most successful unless you really know what you're doing. And so I love that probably the premier company that's using React in the Jamstack is focusing so heavily on that. Yeah, and there's definitely a long way to go, to be clear. Uh, but the but we do have Marcy as well as Madeline working really hard to get us to a point where we can say yes, like by default, Gatsby 
uh, is going to be a really great choice for somebody building an accessible application. So what, what's a little bit of your, your of your history with accessibility? Because I know that, that you, you have talked about it and, and worked on it in the past. Yeah. So I got started with web accessibility through, oh, <laughs> I'm actually wearing the sweatshirt right now, a gold ball sweatshirt. Um, gold ball is a sport for blind and visually impaired athletes. Okay. And I was, uh, for a really long time, a volunteer for the New York gold ball team. And before that point, I really didn't know anybody personally who needed assistive technology to access the web. Uh, and when the guys on the team asked me about potentially making a website for them, which I never wound up doing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I could do that, but I'm not sure, I can't, I don't know whether or not that website is going to be usable for you because I'm used to building websites from the perspective of a sighted person. And so that was kind of where I started delving into like what it means to build an accessible website or web application. And I, so I start watch, watching Marcy Sutton videos. <laughs> I start uh, reading Hayden Pickering's book and just sort of picking up bits and pieces as I go along. And of course, talking to my friends on the Goldwall team, like, hey, does this work for you? Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a really, it was eye-opening in a couple of ways. One, I was just learning a lot, but also the realization that a lot of actual web developers, because at this point I'm, I'm aspiring. Sure. <laughs> A lot of you know actual employed web developers are not doing these things and I, I was sort of like well okay well I guess I know kind of what I can do what I can bring to the table from the beginning uh, the interesting thing to me also is that it's not always even just a employed web developers it's also web designers like knowing knowing what to do is a design task as well and I've, I've managed a team of designers in the past and pretty things aren't always accessible things. Yeah. So yeah, having to think through all that is uh, is a task, uh, but it's an important one. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So uh, so let's let's uh, get back to the Jamstack a little bit. Um, obviously, you're going to be using uh, uh, the Jamstack pretty heavily in your job at, at Gatsby. Uh, I assume you're going to be continuing uh, in the Jamstack for uh, for your side projects, for your conferences up in up in Detroit. Uh, but what's going to, going to keep you, obviously, other than employment, in the Jamstack? Uh, and, and what's kind of your passion in the Jamstack right now? I think for me, uh, it, it's been partly about the fact that it makes my work as a teacher uh, easier. That has, has really made it easier for me to kind of bring people into the fold who are interested in beginning to their like web developer journey or even just getting into tech in some mm -hmm. form. Um, I've found that in teaching, um, in teaching the Jamstack specifically, it gives people a more complete way to build a site. So you have a working site that you could launch 
And also that gives me a jumping off point then to teach you about React, to teach you about JavaScript. Um, but you still get those quick wins that you're able to get when you begin teaching using methods that are not necessarily teaching people how to build production ready applications. Yeah, that's the thing I really like is that you can just you can upload HTML and you have a website and then you can add the next thing and the next thing to the to the learning process. Absolutely. So uh, uh, wh where are you teaching and how are you are you mentoring? What, what sort of uh, teaching are you doing? Yeah. So right now I am teaching part time at a coding boot camp called Grand Circus here in Detroit. Um, that was actually my first job was at Grand Circus on the instructional staff. And I was out for, I was gone for three years, came back part-time to teach at night. Did not anticipate how difficult those two jobs would be. <laughs> yeah. uh, I happened to uh, get the get the job at Gatsby around the same time, which was uh, certainly not my intention. <laughs> but it's been really, really challenging, but also really wonderful to be back in a classroom for that length of time again because in between you know i'm teaching workshops and i'm teaching online and all of those things and those are wonderful but to have a class to have a course where you're interacting in person with people it there's something there's something special and important about that in my opinion. And it's so nice to be able to actually like get next to somebody and be like, oh no, the, you, you forgot the semicolon or you, mm -hmm. capitalization matters or you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I joke that I'm a professional rubber duck. <laughs> yep. I, I taught a, an HTML and CSS class and I'd walk over to the student's computer and like two seconds later, they'd be like, do you just have like an aura around you that makes it work? I'm like, well, <laughs> no, but sure. I like to think that maybe sometimes. Uh, so are, are you actually teaching... Jamstack there, or is it more full stack or front end? So uh, the so the course is a front end course, and it's actually focused on Angular. But a lot of folks are interested not necessarily in getting entirely new jobs specifically with Angular. It's more about kind of becoming programmers, and so it's been really cool to see them go from I don't I just don't know what I'm doing at all. I don't know what any of these words mean, to getting getting used to the idea of a JavaScript framework, any JavaScript framework, and then being able to translate that. So while I'm teaching them, while the curriculum is an Angular curriculum, they are now branching out into all of these other things. Now they're getting interested in React, they're um, getting interested in Gatsby, uh, and those are, and those especially, using Gatsby, those are accessible now because they've got that taste. They can now go off and start building these side projects, even though they've only just begun to learn kind of what a framework is. <laughs> they, they've got the taste for side projects, though. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to get that taste as a developer. Cool. So uh, uh, what sort of uh, technologies are you really into in the, in the, in the Jamstack? I mean, obviously, Gatsby, and we could talk forever about Gatsby. Anything else? We could. So that's really my kind of bread and butter right now. Uh, that is like, I'm very focused on learning as much as I can uh, to be the most effective learning team member. 
so really it's uh, combining combining Gatsby in, in different ways. So really using that content mesh to the fullest. Um, so, and I, and I have so many ideas for things that Gatsby lends itself to. Um, so we're kind of starting, we're starting at the ground level. So building more intro projects um, in service of learning materials. So, you know, we have plenty of like build build your first blog with Gatsby, um, but also getting into and you can also use Gatsby as an application. So I'm focused right now on e-commerce with Gatsby. Uh, so all of the various e-commerce tools, bringing them in and uh, making sure that we're presenting an experience that makes it makes it straightforward, makes it a little easier for people to to get going and potentially then make money themselves off of these side projects. Wouldn't that be nice? It is nice when that happens. <laughs> cool. Uh, so um, why can I keep, keep our, uh, our episode length uh, in check a little bit? So let's go ahead and talk about what your actual jam is right now. What's your musical jam? Uh, yeah. what, what are you listening to? So you may have already guessed based on my <laughs> title of conf uh, information earlier, but I am very much a theater person. Uh, and so most of what I listen to is show tunes. Uh, right now, um, I am listening to Dear Evan Hansen. Um, it's coming to it's coming to Detroit soon. And while the story and the story is pretty twisted, um, honestly, the music is beautiful, and I'm really excited about seeing the show. And it's also given me a lot of inspiration for my own parodies, which I'm, I'm like, it's not my thing. I don't, I don't write a lot of musical parodies, but it's been really fun to, to do that for the conference. And it has given rise to yet another side project that I'm using Gatsby for. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> cool. So, uh, so let me put you on the spot then. So you're, you're big in the, in the theater. Uh, what is the best musical in your opinion of all time? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think oh, that's that's a tough question. I don't know that I've ever been able to answer that question. I will say my dream role and one certainly one of my favorite musicals is uh, would be Aida. That's aspirations right there, right? <laughs> For sure. Uh, so so let, let's talk about is there anything that you'd like to uh, to promote to get out to the Jamstack community at large? Yeah, absolutely. So we do, I'm not sure when we'll air. Um, we do have uh, Gatsby Days coming up at the beginning of February. We'll, we'll air before that. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be a really great way to connect with the whole team. Uh, we're going to be, we're going to be in LA uh, and we are going to be presenting two workshops so one is going to be an intro to Gatsby and another is going to be building accessible applications. Uh, and that'll be with Marcy. Uh, so it's a really, really awesome opportunity to come hang out, learn more about Gatsby and what's coming next uh, and connect with the community. Amazing. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, and, and I hope that you keep doing amazing stuff both at Gatsby and just... Uh, I. I'm hoping that at some point I can see Title of Conf because that sounds amazing. Yes. Cool. 
Thanks very much. Awesome. Thank you. And of course, a big thank you to the Jamstack community for listening, subscribing, and sharing. This podcast is an absolute blast to host and produce, and it's because of the amazing community that we're all a part of. With that, it's time to talk about our sponsor this week, Takeshape.io. They're a content platform for the web uh, with a developer and user-friendly headless CMS, which isn't always easy to do, uh, a GraphQL API, and a powerful static site generator all built in, all kind of one piece uh, that you can use on your projects. Now, if that sounds like exactly what you need, head on over to takeshape.io slash that's my jam stack and find out more. That's it for this week's episode. So until next time, keep doing amazing things and keep things jamming.